Well, we had it for about five seconds. There we go. <laughs> Whoa, 25, so we have extra people. You're the extra one, Clinton. Ah, uh, thank you. <laughs> Which Clinton is it? <laughs> so, so we have, this is a victory call. We have conquered our boxes. We have conquered our circumstances. We have conquered our reasons and justifications and explanations. We've conquered our fears, We've conquered our illnesses. This is a victory call. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> All I have to say to you is royal blue. Royal blue too. Oh, red clay. Neon green. Lemon yellow. Light green. Orange, brown, pink, black, orange, orange, blue, and yellow. Okay, welcome to mage number eight. Are there any logistical things? No. Are there? What would what would people? I would like to hear a little bit about what you what you would want today. And Chloe and I were having this mage meeting with only a little bit of chocolate, like not nearly enough chocolate. And, and the, the mage meeting went on and the answer is, we'll ask you guys, one of the, one of the questions is what, what would you feel like you would like to ask or go for or anything like that? The floor is open. Go ahead, Dibyamshu. I asked for a continuation of this course. <laughs> Could you be a little more explicit? Yeah, we were meeting for, or we planned to meet for 13 weeks to work on this mage topic, and we passed two weeks preparatory and we've met eight weeks here. We have another three weeks to let it go inside us and develop. And right now I feel I started having a rough sketch of the sculpture of being a mage and the sketch is for me not enough. And I think this task is too big for me to solve it by myself. And I feel in this group inspired and held to continue and I suggest or I wish that we continue maybe after another five weeks and go on another eight sessions my desire thank you thank you desire has been recorded Good. Uh-uh. <clears throat>
not made for this. I gave up on mine. My my earphones filled up with earwax, and then they, I can't hear anything out of them anymore. So I had to throw them away. I have a question for all the mages. I have recently come out of my, like delivered my first uh, lab or lab-like training. And since I'm where I am right now in Possibilica headquarters, official headquarters, there's, I'm, I'm, I'd like to know how, how you look, how you take care of your bodies and how you, um, yeah, how, how you look after yourselves so that, so what I'm experiencing um, today, particularly more, more present and I've been in this, still in this liquid state, I've, I've, it's this, this thing that food doesn't taste so good or doesn't taste like anything. I don't have COVID. Um, also, <laughs> yeah, I don't have COVID. Uh, just also seeing films. It seems that no film really turns me on. And it just, there's a, a that things are rearranging and I can't sleep because I'm still jet lagged and, or whatever it is. It's, I am in a liquid state that I have not been before. And today I felt really, uh, just kind of ungenerous of, uh, I'm going to cancel most of my calls. I, I really, I just have this strong, no, I'm not going to hold space for emotional healing processes. And so I canceled most of my things to, to not force myself. And, and I, I feel that I'm, I want to know what you do when to look after yourselves, basically. Will you tell me please? I would reserve about, I would reserve about, you know, one minute or something like that for answers. So Naomi, go so, for it. I lie in bed and I look at the rustling leaves through the window and at little birds coming by. And I just do that for like hours in a row. And I just feel, and I close my eyes and I go on this trip where everything that has happened that I didn't like process yet or something just kind of says hello and I just do that until I feel like doing something again. I eat a large Bardo special. I play gong and I eat a lot of bitter um, bitter plants, just mm. what I can find in my garden. Start your day with the soup, with the vegetable soup, and then eat lots of fresh herbs from the garden. I get myself in water, like a lake or a, or the ocean or a river, and swim around and immerse myself in nature. I it's water myself. for me too and a tub bath with Epsom salts. I seek my song and or my melody. Uh, so um, in the beginning only is that perhaps one tone and I don't know how, how to hold it. And uh, it comes more and more 
if I come to myself again. Hmm. I take barefoot walks through the woods. I ask for holding. I sleep. Excellent. Can you do all that in the next 45 minutes? Dancing. Only you, energetically. <laughs> that's the wrong approach. Thank cool. You. you can also get one of these and just meditate on it. Maybe you'll meditate. bring them here. No. <laughs> on the island. He told me, I want to stay on the island. Okay. <laughs> Okay, thank you. Great. Other other things, check-in things. Neat. Okay. <clears throat> and Chloe, can you comment about the lack of comment? No. We're gonna comment. <clears throat> Here's the thing, we're going to give you something really difficult to do really soon. And the longer you talk about other stuff, the, the longer you can delay. So. <laughs> this would have worked in the first session, Clinton, not today. What session? This might have worked in the first session, not, in, not today. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. And Chloe, see? Mage mage quadrant. This is the mage section of the world. So I have I have two things. So I'm I'm doing my first PM team in town today. I've done a few here out in Tui, but today is like the first official in town and I have exactly nine meetings today. So I'm just like really facing a really big day. I feel a lot of joy and fear about that. Yeah, thank you. And um, on the topics, what I would like to hear more about Clinton is the, if that is, yeah, like asking for what today would, I feel incomplete with the process we did with expanding, um, who do we want to be known by? I wonder if there's another step and because I definitely noticed that something has shifted and that I'm becoming visible and I want to, yeah, I want to step further in that. So yeah, like maybe a possibilities of how to become even more visible and um, what to do for, for, yeah, more steps to, yeah, that, that would be something I'd be interested in. Great. How would you say that in three words? Approximately. How to be how to become more visible. That's four words. Sorry. Okay. All right. Thank you. I mean, becoming more visible like what? Like more expanding your circle, more visible, like not being so afraid to be visible. Like what are you actually talking about? Not, yeah, not to be so afraid to be visible, but also, yes, how to, how to expand the circle particular, um, yeah, particularly in, in a, in a 
small village in a small town where yeah where there's very few people that are ready for deep age work yeah great just one before i forget i would like to just say it which is there's a process an initiation called the hidden competing commitments initiation mm. and it's it has some parts to it and so it takes almost an hour and a half or something but it's not a loud process it's just a deep process has anybody here done that it takes about more three hours but three hours <laughs> so, okay so i see baron and chloe so i mean <clears throat> if one of you would be willing to run a, a workshop on that or whatever to try to I would not do it open with the public, but you need it with people who can feel and inter-navigate. And then, but uh, you guys might be able to coax them into that. I'd recommend it for everyone. Changed my life. And uh, it was ex exactly about the issues that you're talking about. So. Great. I have a proposal in terms of also weaving into the proposal of DVM Shu to keep the integration, I would hold space also with you, Vera, next week for this, for this team, for anyone who wants as part of this space. I have Thank a logistical you. question about that because we, we put a time, put a call into this time slot and it might not yeah. be a good idea. Y yes, okay, well, we'll find a time next week. Yes, we'll yeah. find a time next week. Um, I also right. start my fear club on, on Tuesday. So okay. yeah, but we'll find a time. I'm in. Great. Cool. Wonderful. Thank you. Yeah, I, I mean, if, if, if along those lines, you know, there's things like brain splits, which is really a valuable piece to go through. It's not a piece, it's a process. It's an initiation, a healing, a healing initiation. The brain splits one and the mind machines one. And I'm sure I could think of more if I sat here for a second. So that would also be a possibility. I'm speaking to Aunt Chloe Destromo. Just thank you. I have something you. that's relevant for me to share in this space. And it kind of comes with a question. I, I'm kind of in a liquid state about sometimes if I do an emotional healing process with someone or someone with me and also other PM things, I so want it to work that sometimes I think I maybe make something up. You know, it's, for example, I see a tendency I have and then I say tendency I have to like tune into myself and sometimes not want to participate. And then I call that the lone wolf thing, but maybe it's me making sure I'm in integrity, you know, and sometimes it drives me crazy that I, I have things that I actually don't know how to distinguish yet. And then I make up some story about myself. And usually these stories are like confirmations of, ah, oh, you're doing it all wrong. You need to make yourself better. And sometimes if doubt, I have fear around this, around making things up about other people or making things up about myself and believing that it's mage work. And yeah, and sometimes to go into doubt is then called gremlin. Like that you should, and yeah, how to work. There's a, 
just for to start the conversation, there's the, the two out of the last three uh, possibility coaching processes that are recorded and going online are are processes where it's screaming inside me that I want something to happen and I want it to work or I want something to change or I want some some and they and it really doesn't they're really there's sort of long boring wars between I don't know what total terror complete shutdown and all this raging possibility and there's this huge incredible battle going on in a way and there's and nothing is happening it's a stalemate and I and I put them on there I left them I'm putting them online so you can see that really is sometimes like that and so you can commiserate with uh, me I think yeah you know wishing something would happen and it doesn't and not creating anything like sticking with what's real sticking with what is actually real and happening. Yeah, that's one thing. Can Naomi, uh, Naomi, can I add something to this? To, I mean, to this conversation, because today I'm in a state kind of similar to what Vera was sharing of like, I, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to listen to any recording. I don't want to read any book. I don't want to. And, and I, there's like no necessity in me. And to try to force myself to have necessity is this manipulation I think that comes from modern culture. I have to do, I have to mm -hmm. change. I'm like not good enough. And so really, I think in this path of evolution, sometimes we have this huge hunger and we go through these processes and we read and we have all this food coming in and we want it and need it. And then there's kind of this plateau and, it's, and to realize, the, to, okay, it's like the X on the map. I'm on a plateau and I don't have this hunger for a bunch of stuff. And to be okay to be on the plateau, because the hunger will come, will come by itself. And if it doesn't, I think you have enough team to kick you in the ass and say, "What are you doing now?" I mean, but you know, until you get that from like ten different people, you, you can be okay being on the plateau. Yeah, I feel so glad with that, that like with acknowledging that, and also with what you said Clinton of the wanting something to happen and acknowledging that sometimes it doesn't because otherwise there's this like success thing that you should make something happen and you like almost make something up with your mind so that you feel successful and you just said deep sometimes processes like a process that's rather deep than loud also with the 333 work I've found myself angry around sometimes I'm like really loud but I'm not really feeling it and I feel it more when I don't shout so this assumption that it's always good to be loud and then this whole inner fight that I get of like, oh, I don't want to be loud. Oh, uh, what's up with that? And and just the acknowledgement that there's maybe variation. Um, I just want it to be real, you know. I just want it to be authentic. And otherwise, I'm like, oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I I want to also add to what Anna Chloe said and, and you, what you Vera, will you hold on? Yeah. Just remember what you're gonna say, okay? Yeah. The space is asking to hear from five people first before you say anything. So we'd like to hear from Tatiana and Martina and Natalia and Iska and Amanda. Could you guys just 
check in a little bit first. How's it going? I'm sharing that uh, it came out in the last weeks that I, as soon as, uh, as I'm in a room and a man comes in, that I, something in my energetic system changes and I start to talk different things. I start to move in another way. I start to say something smart, try to say something smart and my whole energy switches and I didn't find out how to change that. And I, I had some big processes about um, my, my story with my sexual abuse when I was a child. And I had a coaching with Vera two days ago and I decided two days ago that I'm, uh, that I'm, that I start this white widow experiment and I started that yesterday and it will, I will do that for, for one year. And the most important thing for me is the thing with the eye contact. I figured out that, and it's not only with men, it's also with women. And as soon as I, I, I have this eye contact assumption start, um, comparing starts and judging myself starts. And today I started to not to do that, not to go into eye contact with women and, and men and women. And I, I try to look here or, or there or, or with men, it's important for me not to even look in, in near the face to look uh, for 20 centimeters away from the face because this it's like a magnet those eyes are like a magnet and i and it's so yeah it's so it's so crazy and i'm i'm experimenting how i can do that even here in the zoom i try to look uh, on the black black um black side above all 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 those people or i don't know I, I look at my own face to to escape from all those faces and I try to find out that I'm confused and yeah, I, I, I'm not even able to say that, that I'm doing this experiment without my gremlin getting out and my gremlin says, you are very, you are important, you are special, you are doing this amazing experiment and so I didn't want to say that. And I'm saying that because I need to have some witnesses. And I say that because now I have 24 witnesses. And it is like Clinton said, if you don't write it, it didn't happen. And that, that is why I say that. I say that and then it happens. I say that because I do that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Martina. Thank you, Martina. So right now I feel sad because I'm very tired. Um, 
well, of course, I have an explanation. I had a long day at school and then the inspection came. We had a three hours meeting just before. But then, uh, yeah, I know it's more this tiredness and uh, I'm very challenged by setting boundaries with my ex friend, uh, husband, whatever. And I realized that many times when he's approaching me, I just disappear um, like my, my, my inner self disappears. So yeah, I want to work on that this week. And I will ask some of you, someone who would, who would, um, who would do a process for me, uh, like with me, how do you ask? I, I can't speak English anymore. Who is ready to accompany me in this process? Katrin, Julia, Christine, okay. Because I don't have many times settings, I will, I might just ask some of you. So it was Katrin. Can you show me again, please? Julia, Maren, thank you so much. Christine and Christina, super. Thank you. You're gonna get, okay. Um, Iska, I had a, uh, a practice for you would be really excellent, which is carry a sword, a real, an actual wooden boken sword. You can, if anybody has one on campus there, just, okay, Christina has one. Great. And just at your side, horizontal to the ground, always at the ready, and it will help you stay present. And Thank you. And, and with that X, whatever that was, if, if I was you, I would pull that thing out and hold it right here every time that guy comes around. And... Just hold it there. Two hands right there at the throat, and then say whatever has to be said, but do not put the sword down. It would give you a, a wake up call about that. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for, for checking in here. Uh, Tatiana, I thought you were going to speak next, maybe. Mm. Yeah. It looks like she dropped out. Mm -hmm. Okay. I can go next. Oh, thank you. Um, for the last couple of days, I was on Ayurvedic detox for the first time in my life. And, and I have experienced feelings and emerging emotions in a way that I think I have never before. And in a way, when my mind was not occupied with the food, with the topic around food eating and problem with food and so many things just going around food. 
um, I started feeling like a lot of anger. I was dreaming in anger. I was screaming during my my sleep, and there was my mother was coming back. And today morning, because I came a couple of hours ago, um, today morning I was on the meditation morning, and then there was a lot of sadness coming in, like high intensity emotional sadness. So I left that yoga class and I went to my room and I start crying and screaming and I just put pillow on my face and closed my eyes and there was just this scream and this pain and this sadness coming out. And I got moved back to one of the emotional healings I had some time ago, I think more than half a year ago. And in this emotional healing, as I was doing it and someone was holding space for me, I was there with my mother, but I was conscious only about me being a kid and being feeling a lot of fear and sadness. And this time when I went back, I saw my mother and I saw her being in her ego child and being as much in fear as I was. And I have not seen that before being focused just on myself, doing the healing. And, and this whole detox, it, it, it opened up the new, new dimension of how, how I can feel or how the how the feelings can, can be present and any bullshit I'm making up is just so in my face. And yes, this is where I am. Thank you. Thank you, Natalia. Thank you. I, I want to tell you just briefly that and Chloe, and I have not really talked about this, but while you're in the mage work, while you're making the kind of shifts of, of your internal design to have the capacity to do the work that we're doing, we're starting to explore that what happens is detox. One of the things that happens is these cleansings happen. And so it isn't so much that you need to do it to yourself, but you are removing the thing that's holding the toxic stuff in you. It's a kind of ignorance. You remove a kind of numbness or ignorance that's holding this toxic stuff, and then it flushes through. And so it, will, it can feel crazy. It can feel absolutely kind of beyond, beyond the limits. So it's a kind of insanity that happens while the toilet is flushing. I mean, if you just, next time you flush the toilet, do not look away. Look deeply into the toilet and watch what happens. This is what's happening to you. It's like stuff is getting flushed away. Well, it isn't just poof, it's gone. It goes, stuff splashes all over the place. Leaves marks on the side. I mean, it's like, it's like that. And so <laughs> I think how it was. <laughs> this is what's happening to you. 
this we was happening, to... shit everywhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's sometimes it splashes out even, you know, there's and there's leftovers and you have to flush a few times and get the brush in there and everything. So there's a, a lot going on that we did not want to put in the marketing part of the mage training. So, but, but, the, but you guys are doing fantastic, but I just wanted to name it. I wanted to name what's really going on so that we can talk about it when we need to. But thank you, Natalia, for just paying attention and calling it detox, because that's really what it is. It's a cleansing process that's part of this, but it's because you're learning how to unblock the things that are blocking you from these perceptions or these energies or these capabilities. So it's the, and uh, so these bardo spaces happen and these insanity feelings of insanity and the thing that Anne Chloe described in Vera, just this kind of this like a null space happens. So so yeah, welcome to mage training. Yeah, thank you for that. Yeah. A couple other people this space was asking for. Yeah, so, um, yeah, yeah, for me, there is also a lot going on and a lot of what always, uh, already was mentioned this, yeah, couple minutes ago. So um, I, I had a, yeah, I had a process with Aunt Chloe um, two days ago and, and it got clearer that I am always wrong. I have this old decision that I'm always wrong. And even I have the question now if maybe this is my point of origin yeah, somehow Sof mm -hmm. Sofia Magdalena brought that in and it resonates with me. So this is one side and um, yeah, I, I have so many, so much resistance and, and I see only gremlin and child in me. There is no grown up um, that's, what I see, yeah, that's how I experience most of the space I'm in right now. And still hear me? You are all frozen. Now we can hear you. Yeah, okay. So, and, and there's one other part. I'm, yeah, a very, Mm. very small which is very small right now and the now we cannot hear you right now something is very small but we could not hear after that okay Tatiana, we'll get back to you, okay, when it when it gets back online. <laughs> or are you back now? I'm back now. Can I still oh. say something? Yes. Yeah. yeah, we heard the something very small and then we could not hear you anymore. Yeah. 
So there's this this side I I see more clear now that that I don't give my nervous system rest or just I don't know how to calm down to come down and and, and this is something I I want to ex, yeah explore more yeah thank you because I'm like like I'm trying to transform all the time and I don't yeah I don't integrate yeah yes yeah it's very exhausting to beat yourself up and make yourself wrong all the time it's yes. very exhausting it takes a lot of energy especially somebody like you who's such a wonderful person is actually really pleasant to be around and has so much compassion for other people it must take so much energy to make to beat yourself up and make yourself wrong so if you could give that job to uh, somebody else, like you've done it for a long enough time, you could just give it back. Wherever you got this mechanism, you could just give it back to the universe and say, thank you for loaning me this machine that's beating me up. I've, I've done it long enough and uh, I've, you can have it back. Just give it back. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Yeah, thank you. All right, thank you. Yeah, it's been long enough. You've paid your penance. The yes. end of the leasing period. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> end of the leasing period. Yeah, so they're recalling it. The repo guy is coming, the repossession guy. It's like, <clears throat> your rent is over. <laughs> yes. <laughs> mm. Jesse, did I I didn't mention you or was there somebody else? It's me. Oh yeah, Amanda, Amanda then Jesse, then Gabriel. God, I don't know what's happening next. Okay, go ahead. I feel really sad right now. Really sad because I, because I'm going to disappoint people, I'm going to disappoint you, Clinton, and Anna Chloe, and maybe other people too, and I, and I just, I just feel sad about that. I, I had this healing process, emotional healing process yesterday where the decision was that I decide, that I decide what I do with, with my time and my energy and my life. And I realize that sometimes I just have to disappoint people and I, and I won't be able to like fulfill what you want. And I, and I just feel sad about that because I still want to be connected and I want to be on your team and I, and I am where I am. And I don't know, I'm super liquid right now also. 
been going through this big process and I don't I don't know exactly where I stand or maybe I do and and that's why I feel so sad <sighs> yeah can I just repeat back what I heard you say sure yeah what I heard you say is you have it wired in there that in order to connect to be connected with someone, you cannot disappoint them. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I don't, yeah, I don't wanna just like disappear and like not be a trainer or something and you know and it also yeah what, what you're saying about the wiring makes sense <laughs> well the the other side of it is there is a part of you that does want to disappear and not be a trainer yeah <laughs> yeah Yeah. Did I ever say I was not disappointed? <laughs> I think it's impossible to not disappoint me. It's just me personally. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Basically impossible. Yeah. It seems that way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, forget about it. God. I I can't even not disappoint myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean ditto with myself. <laughs> yeah, anyway, there's other things to do like you can fill up beat books instead. There's other things to do. Just really a lot of other things to do. Make lists and never do them. Things like that. <laughs> There's a lot of other things. Thank you, Amanda. Thank you. Thank you, Amanda. Thank Amanda, you. thank you for your courage. Thank, thank you. you, Amanda. Yes. Thank you, Amanda. And Amanda. Fuck being a trainer. You are a mage. Whatever you want, you know? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yes. Thank you. <laughs> okay, a few more people. Jesse is next. She's right above Amanda on my screen. So go ahead. And then Gabriel and everybody. We cannot hear you, Jesse. Now, can you hear me? Yes. yes. Okay, I just arrived at a retreat center and uh, the internet, you guys are all freezing like every 10 seconds. So I don't know how this is gonna go. Could you skip that part? Yeah. I got to Sao Paulo uh, a few days ago and just being out on the street was just, is, is it's like things are changing for me. I can't wait, turn certain wait, things off wait. anymore. Okay. 
Yeah. You have rehearsed this. That is a rehearsed speech. How many people can tell that he has rehearsed this story? Anybody else notice this? Okay. Anyway, that is a rehearsed story. Could you please start over now or we'll come back to you? But like, don't do rehearsed stories on this, please. Okay, go ahead. Feel your feelings. I feel scared right now. I feel scared to to speak. I feel scared to not know how to speak, to not know what okay. what might, yeah. Skip that too. Yeah. Look, we've, we've been around each other long enough. You can just skip all the bullshit, all of it, all of it. Hello, go ahead. And if you have nothing to say, that's fine. There's plenty to be said here. Just say I have nothing to say right now. I don't have anything to say right now. Okay, and consider figuring out how to say things that are not rehearsed or acceptable by a group norm. Oh, I feel scared to speak. This is acceptable by a group norm, but just not this group. Okay. Try something different. Gabriel, would you take over? Um, Without the um, otherwise we could talk to somebody else. Not um, I am. I'm angry at myself for being stuck on the same topic that I was two weeks ago and three weeks ago and five weeks ago and two months ago and not I got the feedback that I say not knowing too much because I have no idea what is. I'm I'm in between walls. I have anger on this side. I have anger on that side, and I cannot go, I cannot use anger to go out. Anger does not help me to get out, because it doesn't matter in which direction I look. I have anger behind me, and I have anger against me. So it doesn't matter which, which side I go. And it's constant inner low drama. Constant inner low drama. You have to be perfect, you're not good enough is one very heavy example. And there are so many actions that I do or don't do because, because I have to be perfect and I don't do them because I'm not good enough. And so it's- I- and are you using this thing? Why do you even give a shit about what those things are doing at all? Because, because it's so integrated in my life. So? That was and, your previous life. Yeah. And now? I don't know. The great. Yeah, the I don't know thing is how it is. In several of the recent ability coaching sessions online, we got to this place where the person says, I don't know what to do next. I don't know what to do now. I don't know. And it was fantastic because the only time that we know what to do next is when we're being adaptive, when we're following somebody else's plan, when the society or my boss or my partner or circumstances are telling me what to do next, then I know what to do next. But in reality, there 
is no knowing about what to do next. That's what's so great about being a human being. We get to invent each and every moment, each and every moment. So, so the, Naomi, you just put up this thing about purpose. Purpose is most of the time a concept or a construct. I should do this. I have to do that. I have a purpose. It's an overriding purpose. It's telling me what to do. I don't kind of believe that. I think it's more of the same. I think we get to invent each next moment, and it can be entirely different from the moment before, entirely. And you should practice that. You can practice. You know, you, you might be going for the toilet because you really have to go to the toilet. Instead, go to the refrigerator and eat an apple. Or, you know, you have this plan to, I don't, to do something, do something different, and then do something else different. And get it that those, those, those things that are telling you what to do next have no power over you. Nobody can do anything. You know, Gabriel, you could go on and on and on like that for years and months. And it's like, okay, you have a really excellent bad story. Just a really bad story. And we can listen to it and commit. We can be sorry for you and we can give suggestions. But <clears throat> you're making up the voices. And if that's what you want to do, go ahead. But see, you know, try something different. Do you do you want to say something else? I mean, I'm not trying to interrupt you, but but there is nothing to say. I don't believe you, Gabriel. This is, you know, Clinton, this is so much bullshit I hear because yeah, of course that's true. And that's so easy to do and just do something different and just, and just go to the refrigerator instead of going to the toilet, just do something else. Just, you don't have to be the slave of your impulses. You don't have to be the slave of your gremlin. And, and yet I'm, I'm sitting here and for me to make this step is seems impossible it what seems impossible so what it doesn't do it doesn't it doesn't seem to be a next step for me it doesn't seem it seems great and good and maybe it works for some people it doesn't like i have i have got so many possibilities of 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 with from so many different people and i'm i'm in this swamp there's a guy in England, his name is Julian. Do you know him? From the trainer path, you mean? I don't think so, but he's around. That guy. Do you know who yeah. I'm talking about? No. Well, would you? I'm, I'm asking for your help with him. Julian Davis. Yeah, I know him. Okay, so would you just reach out to him and say, look, I'm, you're, I'm gonna help you get on, I'm gonna help you wake up or come alive or something. 
Yes. Thank you. I'm happy to, after you talk with him a couple of times, I'm happy to talk with you about it. Okay? Yes. Thank you. I appreciate that. Mm. Thank you. I just have one impulse, Gabrielle. Um, please try that if you if you if you want to. But there's something about holding space for someone else and really and really putting everything that's happening for you aside and make the shift to be fully in an emotional healing process or something for someone else. I, yeah, just see if you want to try that. Okay, somebody else? Thank you, Gabriel. I have an impulse for Gabriel. Can you, that's enough Gabriel stuff right now. Thank you. And Chloe. And Chloe. Thank you. <clears throat> the proposal about what's next or what would be next would be to practice two skills that would use a lot of the skills that we've been building for the past seven weeks. And the two skills would is are mimetic speaking and well, it's mostly mimetic speaking. Let's see. And with the awareness that mimetic speaking is often a meta conversation and, and just bringing in this, this territory and this uh, skill of creating meta conversation. And for example, mimetic speaking is different from English or it's different from the language that you, your mother tongue because it is about scanning the matrix of your client and seeing the holes of the matrix that they're missing to hold the consciousness that they need for their next evolution, for their next step. And so it has to do with this noticing that we practiced last week and, and also asserting. You would need to assert what is to give them their X on the map, like to assert what is real for them because you can only build distinction in your client if they are where they are. And from then, you, then you can fill in the gaps. And then they, I think probably some of you have had this experience where you, you, you give some distinction to your client and all of a sudden they have this shift of, Oh, and but they all the whole five body changes because they can catch a consciousness that they couldn't catch before. And so you can and you can you can notice that and scan that when you're delivering the mimetic speaking, but it's a particular kind of speaking. And 
and it's different from possibility speaking. It's different from story, uh, nonlinear possibility story. It's different from um, taking people through a process and asking questions. So, for example, Clinton was doing that. I mean, Clinton does that almost all the time, let's say. But, for example, with Gabriel, he was saying the only time when you know when we know what to do next is when, is when we are adaptive. That's a distinction. And it landed in the space, actually more than in Gabriel's matrix, it landed in like almost everybody's matrix. Great. And so, and then we can catch more consciousness. Okay. Next level is every moment we get to invent what we are. That's another distinction. It's another thread of the cell that, or like the net that your energetic body, your being is. So in a way to do mimetic speaking is to weave, to keep weaving a tighter and tighter net or to fill in the, the holes in the net of the being of your client. And it, and it, and it has to do with sensing the next distinction needed and how it lands and, and the shift. Okay. And, and really you can only land one distinction, see how it, how your client shifts and then the next one come and then the next one come and then the next one come. So there's no script for mimetic speaking because each client is unique in, in their matrix. So they have some distinction and they don't have other distinction. So we would want to practice that in groups of three, one mage, one client, one coach. Are there any questions? Just the request to scramble up the room so we get to be with people we haven't been with. Okay, just give me a second here. Have you been with Sibylla and Martina? I have not. Divyam Shu is going to ask a question. You are muted, Divyam Shu. Can you can you talk to us? Sorry, you have to turn your microphone. Yes. Start uh, again. Just now, my head is exploding again, and I don't know whether there's gremlin action or I just feel completely mentally incapacitated, like switched off. And well, it happened oh, wait. before. Let's try this. Sometimes one word is enough to do that. So perhaps, and Chloe said a word that you did not understand, or a phrase. So she said, mimetic speaking. Nobody knows what that is yet. It's not a standard possibility management phrase yet. And if oftentimes the mind, when it hits one little gap of, of not understanding, it can collapse. And so those are the times to train yourself to ask a question. Because often if you did not get it, many other people in the space also did not get it. This is true for all spaces. And so you sacrifice yourself by putting your hand up and say, what is mimetic speaking? And, and because you, you could feel this gap. And usually 
we went to school and in school, you're not allowed to ask those kinds of questions like what is mimetic speaking? Because everybody laughs at you. They, everybody's supposed to know this from last week or whatever. And so, and so we have to train ourselves over again to detect those gaps. So we're following along and then it jumps, there's a gap and then we follow along and we're lost. The whole mind freaks out because the teacher's gonna call on us and we have no answer, we didn't get it. And so that's the time to automatically put your hand up from the sensation of the gap, put your hand up even before you know what you're going to say. And that is a big service to the space is to put your hand up immediately when you have that sensation, go, what is, you know, here you go, what the fuck is mimetic speaking? You don't just say, what is mimetic speaking? You say, what the hell is mimetic speaking? So can you track yourself back to where, where the gap was, the first part of the gap? I didn't know the word mimetic speaking, speaking but then as Antwey was explaining it, it was okay. I mean, quite often I jumped into nothing and it worked out okay. Somehow during the practice, the solution came also. I didn't feel this repulsion or this, oh, I don't know. It was, I cannot really get access to this feeling what it is. It is like a, a, a block. Uh, I cannot do this. Or my body is responding. It, my ears are dark red and my face is just pulsating and I feel I cannot do this. But what you, this task you gave me to track back where it started, it started at the beginning. Okay, we're doing some exercise now. And then it's like the, the system is, is like collapsing. It's, uh, I cannot do that. If I do this, maybe I collapse or I get a heart attack or I... Uh. I mean, one, one value of that is it's a, definitely a doorway to an emotional healing process. Hmm. That would be a great one to use. I don't know if that's useful right now. How would you describe the doorway? I mean, in which words do you put it? You say, we're going to have an exercise now. And there's a feeling also, or an emotion happening. Yeah, but that would be the beginning of the emotional healing process. So it sounds like Brian would like to hold space for you for that. Yeah. Ryan, may I ask you to do that? You can ask. Ryan, can you hold space for me for this healing process? Yes. Thank you. You closed your eyes when you said yes. Yes. You did it again. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I still feel the heat. I mean, it's like exploding. I have DVM a question. Just yeah. a minute. DVM should keep tracking to see where, what it's coming from in okay. you. Just keep checking out. Is it, a, is it some words? Is it a picture? Is it a memory? Is it an old decision? It could be anything. 
but see if you can go back and find uh, the key. Go ahead, Sibylla. My question is within the exercise. So it's, it's just being with and landing distinction. There's no other going towards pulling out. Yeah, so it's, it's the noticing the landing distinction. And Chloe? So the, I would offer that the client comes with a question of necessity. The client asks a question. So you're not going in completely blind or right. whatever with, with only your, your own scanner. You get, you, there's a vacuum there. And yes, the practice would be mostly to land, to practice this mimetic speaking, which is landing distinction. And mm, you have the floor. And the, the, so the coach's job is to provide, yeah, really provide coaching about, okay, that was a, a distinction, but you watered it down. This, this is actually the pure distinction or, or um, the timing was a little too late. So then the box could close up instead of landing it up where you had a crack. So the, the coach, you really also have to notice the energetic or five body, like what's happening between the mage and the client. And yeah, be like, yes, Clinton. Just there's a huge distinction between trying to speak to the mind with reasonableness and speaking distinctions into the energetic being. Huge difference. So coach, you got to wake up about that. Watch especially for that. As soon as a person starts getting rational, reasonable, logical, you're, it's, you're talking to the mind and it will not, there's no place, there's no place to put a distinction in the mind that will stay. The mind does not hold distinctions. I would go for about nine minutes with ongoing feedback and coaching and then a couple of minutes of just a, like a mini research about what worked, what didn't work and some last feedback in the group and then we shift. And close, so only one person will go, correct? No, and then- In the nine minutes. Yes, in the nine minutes, only one, per, one constellation. Great, here we go. Thank you. <sighs> Is this, is this, uh, 
Is this real? Is what real? That I can help these these people that are really in such deep suffering. You no, you can't help them. It, can I hold it, space for them and empower them? It depends on where you're coming from, so and which you, I is speaking. Yeah, Scott, because. Now you, you're not having a meta conversation. She has a conversation mm. and you're having, you're having the same conversation. You're answering her questions. Mm-hmm. And so you sucked into her level of consciousness and therefore cannot offer new possibilities. So you need okay. to have a, a conversation about the conversation. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Scott, I liked where you were going when you said you started out with the no. And there was the distinction right after that, that I think you could have landed when, she, when you said no. Okay, thank you. So the question is why can't she help people, but without, what's the distinction there? Not that, going down her rabbit hole. Sorry, that wasn't that, just to clarify, the question is people that have such dire suffering is it real that they that I can help them? Is that real? These is particular it? cases that I'm working with now, so many. You know, I think I'm 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 hooked at the level of how do I get to the meta conversation? But I'll just I'll, I'll just like what is the what is the, the would a would a meta conversation question be like what is the purpose of this of this question? Yeah, that could that could be a question, but it's yeah. What, is that your real question about? Because that's a yes or no question. Can I help them? Mm. It's a yes or no question. So you mm. can you so that's a distinction. Can you know? Can you help? Can I help them? It's a yes or no question that doesn't actually open for transformation. What is your real question, Michelle? And that's a meta conversation. Mm-hmm. Try, try that. So that, that was a yes or no question. It's, it doesn't work as a doorway for transformation. So what is your real question? Is transformation possible in people that are so deeply wounded? Like the examples I shared with you just now. So look, is that a yes or no question? Hmm. Is transformation possible? Hmm. So again, it's it's the same question. So she's not... She's not getting into the heart of it. Mm-hmm. So keep your sword. You're connected with yeah. Michelle, you're completely connected, but she's avoiding the real thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hooked, so, okay. Michelle, what's the real question? This is another yes or no question. How does it go? 
how, how does this go? Um. So Scott, right now, then I would, the only conversation I would have is landing distinction about the kind of question. Michelle has a kind of orientation about her question that I make making her safe. And I would land distinction about this. There are different kinds of questions, Michelle. There are transformational questions and there's questions such as how does it go that whatever, I don't know what the, so find the distinction about what kind of question and this whole thing about the questions. Okay, shift go, yeah. Michelle, I, I noticed. Yes. Unless I'm feeling big feelings and then I recognize it and then I know that's me. And, and but when I'm not crying or feeling big feelings, I don't know how to recognize it. My, you know, my, my real voice. So you have a connection between feelings and your real voice. Like you have to have big feelings or emotions to hear your real voice. Yeah. To recognize your real voice. Yeah. Yeah. And if I were to speak with my real voice and without big feelings, I don't know that I would know that that was it. It wouldn't click. It hasn't clicked to me like, oh, that's it. It clicks so to me when I feel big things. Then it clicks and it's like, that's it. That's it. That's me. I have a proposal, Julia. Mm -hmm. Is right now you're kind of having, you're repeating back. And so you, you're staying at the same level. And so the meta conversation here would be in a distinction to go to the meta conversation would be there is no such thing as your real voice. Yeah. Yeah. But you've identified with one particular voice that we've all heard that is that is fake. And you can even ask who is that voice from? Like who, who which character? And so instead of finding his real voice, he can distinguish from the mm -hmm. fake the fake thing. So yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And you yeah, can find so, wrong words even with that, Joya. Yes. So what I what I notice is that you you've connected your real voice with a certain state of being or a certain identity identity. So the guy that has a lot of feeling. So and then that's your real yeah. coaching for you is don't say don't you don't have to say I noticed that or for me okay. or because yeah. that kills okay. so the that relevates. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's you have, you did this, or this is how it is, or something like this. And, and, and I would start with a distinction that is not about Jesse. So it'd be, there is no such thing as your real voice. And then you take it from there. Because mm -hmm. that, he doesn't have to defense him, himself against that so much. Mm -hmm. Okay. Jesse, there is no such thing as a real voice or your real voice. There's no such thing. 
there is a way of speaking with different identities. Go. From different identities. So you can speak from numb Jesse, you can speak from robot Jesse, you can speak from emotional Jesse, and these are different identities. So and yes. the next thing is bring the parts. There's this whole distinction about parts. Jesse, you have parts, each of your parts. So there is the distinction identity, but parts has more power. You have parts. So your archetypal lineage is a part. Your bright principle is a part. Your heart is a part. So it's not just survival. Your gremlin is a part and has a voice. And you can land it like that. Keep weaving it. Yeah, you have well, you have different parts that you can speak from, Jesse. So, which part are you speaking from when when you're looking for the real voice? Which part am I speaking from when I'm looking for my real voice? Yes. And do it. Even in your voice, you could say, yes. yes, this is what I mean. I'm with you. I have my sword. I'm not going to take any bullshit. So he's looking up. So he's looking in his head, trying to find the right answer. So then you can also yeah. build matrix there. Yes, there's a part in you that speaks when, when you, while you are looking for your real voice. And you've described it, Jesse. You've described the part that is kind of numb, that doesn't that doesn't feel that. Um, yes. Oh. Yes. Yeah. So I'm when I'm looking for my real voice, I speak from this. It's like it's a strained part of me that's like scared. And scared that I'm not getting it. And it's happening now and I'm not getting it. And it's happening now. Yes. Enjoy it. You can use more anger. It's like, yes, this mm. is happening right now. And that's the voice that you're using right now. So enjoy it. That's a feedback for you that you went into territory that he doesn't have yet. And so this mm -hmm. is a go, but then don't keep going deeper. Stay there until he gets, he's there. Okay. So yes, Jesse, that's what you're doing right now. Yeah, it's like I'm pan almost panicking because I'm not getting it and it's happening right now and I'm still not getting it. And I'm like on the edge of just falling off. So yes, you, and what, yes, and what, so you say this is, you're standing at the edge, this, this yeah. fear. Yeah, yeah, it's like the consequences. So when of, you, yes, and when you speak, you, when you speak now, which voice are you speaking from? So in terms like, of what, reading which, into the yes. distinction that you've landed, say, which part is that? Yeah, which, which part, part is, that? is that? And which part of you is yeah. on line now which part is has the microphone now give it a name 
Yes, give it a name, Jesse. Well, it's the I... box, but it's box falling apart. Mm. So we wrap it up and just, um, you can also give a, an experiment, Julia, in terms of building matrix there for Jesse. Yeah, so it, it's like, I hear that it's like falling apart and that's when the part that, that when your box speaks, you have, you have less possibilities because it's an automatic program. So you could, you could practice going to that edge more, Jesse, and letting, letting that speaking, keeping, keeping, keep speaking when, when you get to that point where the. Can you, Michelle is here and she said she doesn't know why she's here. And I was asking if she could go into meeting room eight. So if you, yeah, I don't know where you're here also. If you click on breakout room, Michelle, does it say go to room five? Yes, we were so, all, we all left room five together. Okay, go back to room five and you're changing to the next partner. Got it. Great. Ms. AC. So I'm in there with Christina, who's completely hooked, and close our eyes and don't say nothing. Is Guy you doing a process with Christine right now or no what's happening? No, Christine told me that she's very fed up with all the exercises with just hearing anything. And then she offered me like to switch that she would be the mage now and I'm the client, but then I said I prefer to just be silent for two or three minutes and then decide on what to do. Okay. So I would, I have a proposal is that I can also put you in groups of three, like groups of four and you get to be coaches or you just get to be in a space and Christina, for example, you don't have to say anything if you if you maxed out. There's one proposal. Can you say it again? That was cut off. Can you say it again? <clears throat> Uh, 
I want to hear, I want to speak. <clears throat> okay. So let's start. I'm the client then. Great. Okay. Christine, how can I understand this exercise? What means understand? No. Mm. I only have questions right now. So this would be a shift. You would just need to do a shift from your questions, which are more safer for you, Christine, because then the other person gets yeah. to speak, to you have to follow your own map or even your absence of map inside of you and be, mm. okay, this, we're doing this. And to scan Iska about what, what is the distinction missing for her to get what mimetic speaking is? So it's probably about maybe memes. Maybe Iska doesn't know what memes are. Mm -hmm. So you can even start there, start all the way from the beginning. Yeah, I wanted to say uh, like what, what we're doing right now is an, is an understanding not only in the mind and you have the ability to understand and and all the bodies you have. So mm -hmm. just in terms of the way I would only use the word understanding in English is for the mind and mm -hmm. the heart feels and energetic body senses, but mm -hmm. all of those are distinction. So you can land all of those. Yes, the, the, the heart feels and the energetic body senses. Start all the way from the beginning, Christina, say understanding only happens in your mind and, and mimetic speaking doesn't happen in your mind. Mm -hmm. To build the blocks. Uh, yes, understanding happens only in your mind and mimetic speaking doesn't only happen in your mind. It happens also in the other bodies. So, Christine, try to also deliver the communication not from your mind, really from your five bodies. You're embodying the distinction that you're landing. So, mm -hmm. it would need probably a little more anger for this yeah. clarity to come through. Like when you're like you're sensing already what's going on in the space and this is our already a mimetic speaking. You can speak from your sensations of your energetic body, you can speak from the feelings of your heart, or you can speak from... Christine, just I'm coaching you. This is great in terms of distinction, but when you say you can, that's not a distinction. Because I get it that Iska can, and you get it that she can, yeah. and it's like, and it's your energetic body has sensation and it senses the mimetics, the memes in the space. And this is where mimetic speaking comes from. It comes from sensing the level of distinction, but mm, 
if you use you can, you lose the power of the distinction. And so keep the power of the distinction. I blacked out. So go back to go back to your own being and your own energetic experience. You you were you were on Christine. It was you were on the track. So well, you can snitch you, you can go back and find the place in you where that track was and then just go back on the track. Try to do that. Just go back to the place in you that was speaking to Iska. So yeah, Iska, what what I do is is um to hack into my my sensations of my energetic body and speak from there. And this is a possibility to enter mimetic speaking from different bodies. Christine, you're saying this as almost as a question, but it's so true. Can you say exactly what you said before and come to an end and land it in Iska without the without the doubt at the end. What I do is I hack into my energetic body and the sensations and then I speak from there. And this is the way mimetic speaking is possible. Keep going. Go to the next level. And when there's a feeling from your heart or belly or whatever, then I hack into that feeling and speak from the feeling. What you what what I observe or what I feel right now or what I'm sensing in the space. <clears throat> Can you do that for me now? Mm. So the shift, Christine, it would be a shift from attention on you to a shift on attention on Iska. Yeah, I wanted to ask if you can try this right now, this experiment. To speak from your emotional body. <clears throat> so, um... I'm happy that my mind has understood and my throat, I feel blocked. I feel that you relaxed more now. There is still this feeling of um, the body disappearing, like it seems something you know and I know. 
Yes, and I'm not going to repeat it back to you right now because I have this, like, I have the sensation that you're giving me your center, and that's why you try to understand the, the understand the mimetic speaking. And you just said that you are happy that your mind um, comes down. So Christine, no, my mind understood. Yeah. So Christine, just we're wrapping it up right now. What you mm. were doing here, that was more, this is process speaking. This yes. Is, this mm. is like feeling uh, completion loop speaking. And mimetic speaking is is different. And can you... I'm asking you if you can have the experience, do you have the experience of completion loop or speaking your own sensation? How is it different from mimetic speaking? Do you have a sense of that? I have a sense of mimetic speaking and um, I, I did it also, but right now I'm not doing it because I'm busy what's happening and I'm an emotional reaction still. I'm actually too busy with you than with her, so because of all the shifts happening and my energetic body what was what you are speaking with Clinton right now about us and that I made a story about this and I'm completely somewhere else. Okay. <clears throat> I have a, I would want to go into other group and just give feedback and coaching if possible. And I still have this proposal. Do you want to try, Eska, do you want to try again with Christine? Or do you want to check out another group and be a coach, an extra coach? And Christine, you would also be an extra coach. Uh, yes, I think Christine is also in. I'm open to both. Christina, try again or to switch to another room and be coaches. Yes, we can do that. And I still feel then like, like then I'm getting even more emotional activity. So it'd be great, Christine, if you could say what you need. What I need right now is that it's okay that I'm a my child equals to. Yeah. Okay. And that it's okay that I can't do it right. That I just fucked up. And that it's okay that I that we are going somewhere else and we are still mages and we are still okay. That's what I need. I hear that you need, that it's okay for you to be in your child ego state and that you don't, you get it wrong. It's okay for you to get it wrong. And that you also would need that 
it's fine that you do something else and and that that doesn't mean you're not majors actually it's you're still majors doing something else yes Yes. Do you want to stay here? No, we can also go into another room. <clears throat> okay, let's try that. Great. And God, this is really powerful. Okay, thank you, Iska. I get to record Clinton. You're waiting too long. You're thinking. Shift go. Open your heart. What, what, what do you need? Deep. You are the scanner. Shift go. I noticed that you don't take time for yourself. So since you noticed that, then use that as a way to put in a mimetic piece that she's missing about not taking time for herself. Already noticed it. Use it. Shift go. Go to your energetic body to, to scan her. You scan her. So take your energetic body that she could open her energetic body to you. It's possible that you're missing the same distinction that Vera is missing. So then you have to go on a discovery journey from, you don't have the map either. So you have to go on a discovery journey with Vera. Well. What is it that, no. No question. Try <clears throat> this. I care that you take care of yourself. Vera, Vera I care, care that you take, take care of yourself. And I see this rushing through the next meeting in which you're not really, it's just a noticing. Stay in your center, Sofia Magdalena. When you say, I see, you then you make it about yourself. Yeah. This is about Vera. And so it's something like, what's, what's your urgency? Vera, this, why, what is so urgent? 
try that. What is your urgency, Vera? What is so urgent? I, my first answer is I want to get to the end of the day and so that I can try to fall asleep and do nothing. What is your urgency? She told you already. So she gave you a key and the key is she hates what she's doing. Yeah. She hates her life. She hates it. And so what is, okay. Why, so why would somebody do something that they're hating so much? And so there's a missing piece in there. It's a mimetic piece that's missing about choosing, about choosing what she gets. Mm. And so it could be something like Vera, there's a, there's a tool, there's a, there's a, a switch. There's a, there's a tool in you. Maybe you're not using it. And it's a yes, no tool. And I think you have it locked in yes. There, there's a tool. You have a tool, Vera. And this tool is about choosing. Because what, what I heard you say is that you're hating what you're doing now. And it, it could be that the switch for yes or no of choosing is locked into yes. What is happening that you have it locked into yes? I don't, I don't think I have it locked into yes. And as I also canceled a lot of things today and I just canceled. Um, so her mind is Portugal. talking to you now and probably her gremlin is talking to you now. But she, you've hit this thing and she's trying to defend herself or explain really, but she can't back paddle. Doesn't really work for her to back paddle out of this. So it's like, come on Vera, talking about what you're doing to yourself. But I care. I really care about how you care about yourself. What's going on there? When I when I say yes to things, it's really more authentic. I want to do them. And and today. In, in a little bit of yesterday, it, something was, I was asking like, why, why did I say yes to this? Why did I create it? Because I know that I created my day. And, and even two days before, I'm like, yes, I really want to do this. Yes, I really want to do this. And then today, I, I don't have that same yes. So, you choose something. Wait, say, wait, wait. Sophia Magdalena, so she she's not in with us. No, she's she's uh, sucked into a bardo space or whatever. It's not a normal thing. This is not mimetics. So the thing is, 
if she, this, her statement was, you know, I, I rush through my day, whatever. I, the urgency is I try to get through everything to, to get to bed. So that was not a statement from today. That was not a today thing. So we're not talking about today or yesterday, Vera. We're talking about your, the, your way of life. We're talking about your zooming here and zooming there and, and then hating it secretly. Maybe it's just more intense what, what you are feeling than the fear and it's more dangerous. What do you mean? To, to give distinctions to other mages is more dangerous than to your, the clients who are like the, the empty cups. So, so Tatiana, yeah. you're asking a question, you're saying this and asking a question at the same time. Do you get it? That the way you're saying it, it has a question mark at the end. Maybe, maybe it is like this. And that's yeah. just, is, that's not mimetic speaking. It's not bad or wrong or anything. It's just not mimetic speaking. Mm. The mimetic speaking would be, it, it is, you know, whatever, it is more dangerous to speak to mages because, yeah. so, I, and the distinction would be something in a way, they're more defended. Their gremlins are bigger. Their gremlins are trained. Yeah. Oh, I, so you know, maybe it's that, but what is the distinction that Christina is missing? And that is not a question. Mm, yeah. So it's more dangerous to give the distinctions to, to mages than to your clients. They, they have bigger gremlins. They, they, they are more clear about everything and they can defend themselves much better. And it's, it's a much more dangerous space. And maybe it's about this, that, that yeah, that's, that this is the, the thing that keeps you from feeling good. From, you're not feeling good, but from doing it, just doing it. Hmm. Hmm. So Tatiana, okay. can you notice what is happening in Christine right now? It looks like it doesn't land. Doesn't Correct. So yeah. there's a, it's, mm, it, it's not working and there's a part of the def defendant defensiveness from mm. Christine. Yeah. So it's like, so that's beep. Yeah. Just that. Hmm. Okay, I'm gonna, hmm. it could be something like this. That's what I would try. I would try something, Christina, could it be that, or, that you wanna be, you wanna belong to mages 
And if you're really as clear as you are and really as an asshole as you can be, then you might not be loved by your co-majors. You might not, they might not behave with you with this, like, so, like socially being nice and asking you questions and being with you. And so could it be that this, this is echoes from this social construct that you had about being loved and being accepted? So it would be something like that. So anyway, Tatiana, can you wrap it up? Can you, we're wrapping it up. Oh. <laughs> mm. Now I'm giving away my power to you, Aunt Louis. Uh, about wrapping up, what's wrapping up? Oh. Okay. be more like non-linear and and do things that my box doesn't want me to do what specifically like concrete not, yeah to like even just in conversations to not say the normal thing to say to not say like, hello but to say something else and to experiment with different ways of of saying what would be like normal to say if you behave in a non-linear way he would be in an alert state he's not going back to his normal day-to-day -day life but he's so, oh, what's happening hold now? on beep because this is something that she can try right now yes she can use her gremlin right now to go non-linear mm -hmm. Well, I understood she goes nonlinear, and the gremlin has to follow this nonlinearity and be under a kind of suspense or busy. So, so this is this is going back into the mental body okay. thing again. So, stay with what can happen right now, because mm -hmm. that's that's a doorway for her to try something in this moment. So what can she try right now it, with her gremlin? Brian, can you do something, give him a task or you behave nonlinear right now? And of, of solvent that dissolves the glue, the thing, whatever the thing is, is keeping it in the, the yes position. What is, what is keeping it in the yes position? What is it? Is this, is um, I just remember so many times being pushed and, and I, when I was a kid, I didn't have the option of like, get out, like, get, just don't touch me, don't push me. Yeah, you cannot because it's, it's locked in yes. What's locking it in yes? What does it look like? What does it look like? I, can you say it again in another way? There's a way that it's like, it could be bolted down, it could be glued, there could be a stone on top. There's, there could be a wind blowing on it. There's something holding it in that position. It's just, I think it's just stuck. Yeah, how? You mean it just needs oil? It's like rust. 
And okay. Yeah, you need rust hasn't been remover. Used. So reach in your bag of things, pull out this solvent that is rust remover. Go ahead. She's doing it without even a sink. She's doing it all by herself. This is her putting the new meme construct in herself. She's doing it. Barrowin, if it starts to move, you're going to feel something. So just when that, when that lever starts moving, let yourself feel it. Mm. Yeah, yes, that. It's That's huge, Vera. It's huge. <laughs> keep spraying the stuff. Keep spraying it. You keep getting it to move more. The sound's out. It's huge. <laughs> Let the rust fall away completely. Completely. Yeah, and start moving. Yes, start moving it a little bit. Yes. Don't break it. Don't break it. Just put more rust up on it. I'm closing the rooms. Okay, she's closing. It's moving. Move it both ways. Move it both ways. On and off. Yes and no. Yes. Spray it some more. Spray it with the spray on it more. Yeah. Keep moving it. You know how to do this. Yes. 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 Good work. Good work. Vera, can you keep your eyes closed and stay with the with the moving switch and can you just tell people there's everybody's kind of with you here. And it's a victory day. Can you, can you tell people what's been going on? I had a switch, a lever, a lever that was stuck on yes. How come? Because, because I was pushed and no wasn't an option when I was a kid wasn't an option. I just had, even if I didn't want anything, I, I was still going, was pushed, pushed onto going to school, pushed into choosing something um, like my, what 
group of schools I wanted to go or I was pushed into the table. I was pushed out of the table and I had a t totally different speed. And, and so I, I stopped saying no. I just didn't use, you know, if I wanted anything, then I would have this, I have to. And then I have to, that I have to do, have, have to, to do, have to be there, have to. And so changing my mind or, or just saying, no, I'm not available or no, it's. Uh, so what did you just do? I um, dissolved this. You found the switch. Yeah, I found the switch, this lever. And it was. And it was, it's here. It was, what condition was it in? It's like really stuck. It was like this like old train tracks that were like, they're really, they really don't move. It's like, it's almost you said melted and it had this rust. Yeah, this rust, horrible rust. And it was covering the whole thing. And so I was spraying this uh, solvent for the rust and so that I can move it and so now I can move it and so this to say no and, and um, you, can and you can open your eyes and this this also brought this like wanted to be part of everything and this was a lot of pressure and it used to be when I was especially when I was in my 20s is this huge fear of missing out was so big okay thank you thank you thank okay, you could everybody take a deep breath please okay. Uh, would anybody like to share anything they noticed about trying to do mimetic speaking and anything about that? Yes, I want to share that as soon as I do possibility management when work in any kind, and as soon as my mind comes to the idea, wow, now I understood something, Meaning now I'm okay with one coach. There comes the next challenge of getting three coaches and the whole thing of me freezing because there's a coach just happens all over again. And there's no end. There's just no end and it's, I'm okay with it. And I'm not judging myself right now for being frozen because I had so many coaches. It's just what it is. And I can see the next step of not adapting Thank you. Go ahead, Julia. I noticed how I, my tendency is still to, to make things, to, to soften the blow or to soften the clarity by putting in rel relative sentences of I noticed that and so on, instead of being bold and saying, saying the, landing the distinction. And that's valuable for me just to 
hear that again and take it away. What did you take away that will allow you to just go ahead and be bold and, and land the distinction? Well, it's, it's like it's like writing myself the allowance slip to be bold, like writing myself a, this allowing to just make a statement and then I'll see what happens from that. Will you put one on the wall? I mean, to actually just give yourself a, a permission, mm -hmm. uh, a certificate? Yeah. Hold it closer, Brian. Permission to do it badly. Hey, online ATV. <laughs> I still have it. I'm so glad. Great. Good. It's on my altar. Great. Thank you. Thank you, Julia. Go ahead, Amanda. Yeah, being really liquid today, I found I was able to connect with the client and more than I have before when I'm not liquid. And it's like I've been looking for this place where I'm more present and I'm more connected to them in a way with this immediacy. And today, being really in my feelings and feeling not together at all, I found that place, which <laughs> is not what I expected. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so now you're gonna have one that says, I love liquid states. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready for that, but. <laughs> Solid states are an illusion. <laughs> Thank you, Amanda. Hi, uh, Jennifer. Yes. In our three cell uh, breakout room, we practiced like landing one after the other distinctions. And by the end, it was this really cool space of like, this is where I want to be speaking from, like just landing distinct distinctions or asking clear questions to take them down a level deeper and eliminating the fluff around it, which gets in the way. So it was, it was really cool. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I want to take back uh, something that I said in terms of mimetic speaking and saying it's also a meta conversation and it's just too confusing to have the two together. And so meta conversation has a purpose and, and it's a skill and mimetic speaking is a different skill. And so I just want to take it back and like not wire them together. And what we were practicing is mimetic speaking. Thank yes. you for the clarity. Thank yeah, thank you. I found out that I, I've, I have this place here where images come and, and if I go with these, I can actually really trust these images. Like they turn out to be helpful in this mimetic landing of distinctions. 
and I really need to slow down. I need to slow down to actually be in touch with what's happening. And because I have this other part, I have like this goblin here that tells me that everything that I say is wrong. So it's really schizophrenic to have both and I have I I need I have to work with this these I don't know what to do with this yet but I I know that these images here I can trust and I need to slow down thank you Mm, Christina yeah what I noticed when I was uh, the mage that I had difficulties to land clear distinction in into a mage and then I was discovering like why is this like I have the picture in me that um or what came up was that uh, I have a picture that a person on eye level or I have the story that the person is on eye level on the same rank or like a major trainer or whatever picture that it's almost embarrassing to give them distinctions. It's almost like they, I feel afraid to, to give it to them because it's like, how dare I to give them distinctions? How, how, and they, they, should know it already (laughs) especially when it comes like what kind of distinction can I tell them what they not already know no and mm, yeah so I know the thing is that I don't feel felt really something where I can say oh yeah this is an emotional healing process so I I still want possibilities for that what what is the next step for this for me is it also this i can do it badly and i just give myself permission to do this i think there's a distinction about there there's there's like they don't see like there's literally maybe an infinite number of things that you can say that they- Jesse, I cannot really hear you. I don't know if the others can hear you. Yeah. No? Okay. No, I could not hear you. I have a question while we're waiting for Jesse. And that is that. Uh-huh. Could you hold on a second? Because then Chloe was yeah. going to say something to Christine. Yeah. yeah, go. Yes, one process that you could do is to write down the expectations and assumptions you have about trainers and majors and slash colleagues, whatever you call them. And this is such an amazing process that uh, I've done. I've done some, and I know that Anna Norenbuena, for example, she's been through like months and months of everyday writing. I expect them to know this. I expect them to behave like this. I expect them to. I assume. I assume that. 
uh, or and then because if they don't, then there's also this the the resentment that you will feel resentment about this, about mm-hmm. colleagues not behaving in a certain way. And that's that would be one process, and then another one is you know you have this question like who am I, and to who is the identity like what to find an identity that can provide value to your colleagues to to, to really find the part in you and give it a name and give it characteristic of this identity who who can dare who you know who is that person who can provide that mm-hmm. And the flip side of this last one that Anne Chloe said <clears throat> is to go to all your colleagues one at a time and say, you won't believe this, but I have been withholding this for you. I've been holding back this for you. And it's, it's kind of like, it's like if you have cold water and you go face face first into the cold water, then you know what you're getting into. But if you turn it around this other way and said, and you're walking into the cold water backwards and you don't know what it is. So you, you turn it around, say, don't, you won't believe that I have been keeping this back from you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but here it is now. And then you tell them, pick 10, 10 authority figures that you've been withholding or colleagues, you know, and just practice that. Thank you. Jennifer, go ahead. Yeah, I noticed that sometimes when I would land a distinction, it sounded or I sensed it was rescue-ish. And I, I don't know if you know what I mean or if you've seen it before, but when someone is talking about something they need, a distinction can like solve their their problem and so how is that not rescuing i'm i'm wanting clarity on how to have a distinction that's not rescuey when i talk you know i just have to make i know that all you guys have answers also so don't hesitate to speak out and the the rescuing the non-rescuing comes from the contract you have it's the agreement that you have in the conversation. What is the conversation about? So this this is not, you're not doing mimetic talking with people that you don't have a conversation to do surgery because mimetic, mimetic speaking is surgery. So like a surgeon doesn't just walk up and slice people open and start taking out blocks and putting in different things. It doesn't work that way. So it's the Hippocratic Oath. It's you, you go back to that. You make the negotiation first. So that's, that's one thing. And, and just one other thing is simply, I wanted to say it before uh, I don't say it, which is that memet, memetic, a meme, a meme can also be a, uh, like a, a visual, an object, an energetic thing. It's like what Vera was doing. Two or three of the people that in the groups where I was in, what was happening was a visual, it was a visual change of a, a reorientation. And so it's not necessarily a verbal concept. It's more of a visual 
piece that is a, as a meme that's put a new change in their mimetic structure through a, a visual piece, something like that. Yeah. Okay, so Jennifer uh, and Chloe. Distinctions are not solutions. So solutions are not distinction. So distinction is about building new territory. It's really, for me, anyway, my own experiences, I have a map and, I, and the, the drawing stops. And then, or, or I'm looking at a client and I see their maps and, the, and, the, and it's like, okay, this is the end of the world. They live in a flat world. If they, they can't keep walking, otherwise they die or whatever. And so, and the thing is to keep drawing the map where they don't have territory so they can walk there. So I just- But the, you cannot I, draw the map for them. You're, you're empowering them to draw the map in for themselves. And so, for example, I was in the group with Jesse and it was about his voice. Is that okay, Jesse, if I share a little bit? And it was about how can I find my true voice? And, and it was like, so one, one possibility is to give experiments, but that's not mimetic speaking. And so the offer for the, the mimetic speaking into Jesse's matrix was there is no such thing as your real voice. And that's a distinction and that's a territory that he did not have before. And, and that's not a solution. It is like, there is no such thing as, as your true voice. So in a way he's been looking in the wrong, or Jesse, you've been looking in the wrong territory. You had an um, outdated map and that's, yeah. And I, I just wanna say something else is what I found often when, and with clients and is that it is possible that a client comes to you with a question because you also don't have this territory. And so there's a thing of sometimes you can look in your own maps and be, oh, okay, he's missing, he or she is missing this territory and you can sort of draw from your own experience but sometimes it will happen that you don't also have the map and then it's a discovery journey that you go on together but you're, you're the space holder. And so in a way, it's this boldness of, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say something. I'm gonna, I'm gonna you know, let the distinction come from your archetypal lineage and your bright principles. And you will say something and it was like, okay, this didn't really land. Okay, the next thing. And then, and it's like, oh God, this is amazing. And you, you, just, you just discover a distinction because there was a necessity across. And stage it for yourself also. Yeah, for yourself also. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I saw somebody this morning and this guy is a full-blown alcoholic and has been suicidal all week. And he finally came. He came already in terrible state. And I we had this journey together and at the end of everything he shared, I just said, do you want to live? So it came as a, as a, cause he had all these stories about he's sick and what does he do? And he like that. And then I just asked him many times, actually, do you want to live? He was shocked that somebody asked him that. And it, it for me, this was a clear distinction that landed 
in the form of a question. And it came from nothing. I wasn't rescuing. I was freaking angry. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I, I, I want to add something. How is it that I can do that for others? Use my conscious anger now that I've been practicing and, and really land this type of thing and still have a hard time when it comes to me, right? It was this, you mentioned about that and Chloe at one point where it's like this separation, duality, nice girl. But then if I put on this kind of in service robe, bam. And then I bore myself when I don't and others. M Michelle, the reality is that you've got it reversed. Your, the role is the ordinary Michelle who has no self-control and no discipline and whatever does blah, blah. That's the role. Just try, check that out. What if you've actually got it reversed? Hmm. Say more about that, Clinton, please. You're, what, what don't you get? I get it. I get what you're saying. And I have a sense that there's more that I can get because I'm very open at the moment. Okay, I, I suggest the way you would get that is trying the experiment. I don't. Trying the experiment. Thank you. And I'll try it too. Catherine, do you get enough of it? Do you get it enough to try it? Yes. Okay, cool. Cool. It's a fun experiment, I'm telling you. It is the... God, what if you didn't have to put that pretend to be powerless thing back on? Yes. What if you didn't, you never had to put that back on again? Yeah. What if it became like the old caterpillar skin? If you ever saw, you know, what is it? The, the Chrysalis. It's like that. It's like it's like this dead, wrinkled up skin that a caterpillar actually put, drops off when it changes into the chrysalis. But what I mean is, it's like this, this, God, it's so ordinary and worn out and rancid and greasy and ripped. And you put that on so you can be acceptable to the normal world. And what if you just don't have to do that anymore? So great. Yes. I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah, I think the mage, the whole mage quality that we have, that each person has, each of you guys has, 
this whole mage thing is you've had it since you were born or before. You had it before you were born. And so to not get killed or not, not be beaten up by the bullies and all that, you put on a pretend you know, I'm going to do good in school. I'm going to get a good job. I'm going to fit in. And, and it's that time's over. Really, that time is over. And I, there's enough of us, you know, there's enough friends. You have enough connection here that it, there, even when there's ripples or even when there's, pushback you know people in your environment will say why are you why are you why don't you have low dramas anymore why are you ecstatic about what you're doing why are you so you know turned on what's your what's your problem how come where's your television I mean how come you you know you're not drinking with us why you know why are you Often, why are you off somewhere? You know, we're going to sit around and have have some, you know, something at the. Why don't you join us? You know, why don't, why aren't you joining us? You know, like all the ordinary stuff. Have a smoke, you know. Pass the joint around. Like it's like what what what's wrong with you? You know, you're what are you turning into? Some what are you turning into? Like people won't even know. So. And like that whole conversation can just be irrelevant. It's like, it just falls, it just, uh, it's not important anymore for your survival. There's no need at all for you to fit into something that's boring or ordinary. So I encourage you to try that experiment of turning it around the other way. without any excuses, not even Scott, you don't have to have any excuses at all. Without excuses. Janine, go ahead. When we began our exercise, you said there are two skills that a mage must have. The first is mimetic speaking. What is the second? I did not say that. And I, I have a good memory of what I'm saying. And so I said that we will practice two skills. Oh. And the second one was meta conversation, which I recommend people to practice also. If you can listen to the study group on Monday and there's a bunch, yeah, to, to practice that in your trainer path and possibilitator training and possibility team. And maybe eventually, maybe if there's more mage training to have a session about practicing meta conversation. Right. Okay, we are going around the corner here. Does anybody want to say anything before we blip out? And Chloe Destro. This is the last of the official sessions, and I really want to keep this mage telegram group alive. The Rage Club Spaceholder group is so nourishing, and to please share and like keep sharing your major experiment and, 
and also the spaces that you offer from this mage space. And we can keep supporting each other and reminding each other about this connection to the mage space. So this mm. is this is not a goodbye or anything. Like I don't want to make it a this is the end. Yeah. In a way, in a way, it's like you don't really get it until you can give it away. And so the test is giving it away. So really try to give it away. Try to have these conversations, try to open up these spaces and try to share it with other people. And then, and then you'll go, God, that's how it really works. Well, that's what this was because you have to land the distinctions in the other people. So please try to give it away as part of this. Including you, DVM Shu. What are you gonna do anyway? I mean, you know, when is your next class? Your next Quentin, workshop. I, I just what? can you have this conversation with Divyam Shu in another time as we're No. This is it. Yes. <laughs> okay, thank you. I wasn't gonna have the conversation. Shut up. I was, I was just <laughs> dropping a little bomb. Okay. okay. It is dropped. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> All right. I exploded already. Okay. <laughs> okay, anything from anybody else? I want to say one more thing. I, I have been practicing. I am noticing. And it's amazing. I have, I have the distinctions that have, that have come up in this space as a result of, of, of starting there. Thank you. Hey, Shannon. All right. So now you have to hug yourself and, and pat yourself on the back. I don't know. You have to kind of give yourself a big hug. And then we'll see you around. See you next week. Uh, yeah. Ah, see you next week. There was an invitation. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. I'll, I'll make a doodle so we can find the time. Yeah. Right. I haven't seen that invitation yet. Looking forward to it. Thank you, Aunt Chloe and Clinton, thank for offering you. this wonderful thank you so much. space. Thank you. Yes, thank, thank you for you. the space. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Majors. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Love you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Cheers. Bye. 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 Bye.